When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with my co-host, Joe. Hello. And Hems. Hi, everybody. And we're here to discuss Season 5, Episode 2, What About Fred? Netflix's description of Season 5, Episode 2 is Jess tries dating again and ends up with a guy whose fun-loving parents she likes more than him. Nick and Schmidt become official owners of the bar. Joe, what do you got for us for Joe Joe Flicks? Well, he, a lot of people won't understand this. I'm kind of dating myself here, but... <laughs> Sounds like he's going on a date yeah, with himself. should be, you know, who doesn't like the Fonz? You know what I'm saying? I think oh, everyone knows who the Fonz who is. Yeah, everybody knows who the Fonz is. From Happy Days? Well, I don't know why you're asking me. Yes, you know, it's so Happy funny Days. because I can never... And he's in a lot of stuff. I can never... He's one of... This doesn't usually happen, but I can never see him as anything but the font. Oh, same. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. He was in the Scream movies or one of the Scream oh, he movies. Was. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like in some Hallmark stuff, and I'm like, really? Yeah, I'm like, Fawns. Why are the, you? Yeah, just sappy? the way he talks, yeah. he has the same demeanor. Yeah, and she kind of does too in his other shows. I agree oh, with that. He has that same I, list. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. the longer the neighborhood goes on, the more he starts to act like, like Schmidt. Schmidt. Yeah, yeah. And it actually bothers me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so Heather, I'm assuming you're voting for Joe Flix. Oh, Joe Flix. How so did you not? Guest stars from this episode include Taryn Kilman, who plays Fred, who was in Single Parents, a show you and I liked a lot, and Saturday Night Live. Heather's raising her hand. Okay, yeah, that was exciting. And we've seen Poppy from Single Parents, too. Right. I He was my favorite character. In Single Parents? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I love him. And then, so funny. And then also... Yeah, he's very enthusiastic. Okay, and then also I want to say that his, the Fonz's wife. Okay, so Julie Haggerty, who plays yes. Nancy. She was on an episode, Everybody Loves Raymond, mm-hmm. and she was in The Marriage Story. She was, that's right. She always kind of plays the same type of character. Yeah, a yeah. little spacey. Yeah. She was also in the movie Airplane, which I thought was an interesting oh, fact. I didn't know Have that. you seen that, Joe? I don't want to oh, say you're which old. which one? There's like seven airplanes. Yeah, there's a couple yeah. of them. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't write down which one. And then, of course, we have Henry Winkler, who plays Flip, and as we've already addressed, was from Happy Days, and apparently the Scream movies. All uh, right, let's get started in the episode. We open in the bar where the guys are signing the paperwork to be owners. Schmidt says that Nick needs to take charge and call a meeting now that he's got to be a leader and he's a manager of the bar. So... Uh, Winston says he's been on five dates with Casey, but she's not texting him back right now. And Jess mentioned she's dating Fred, um, but she's just, like, not really sure, you know, what's going on with him. He invited her over to watch a movie during the day at his house, which she thought was kind of weird. <laughs> Would you guys think that was weird? Oh, yeah. I never watched yeah, a movie during the day. Even movie. a date during the day. Is Even a date. A first date. Day, during the yeah. Day. A day date usually isn't a date, though. That's... 
a hangout. A hanging out. Yeah. 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 You're going to get friend zoned real quick when you do that. Yeah, well, yes. let's, let's see what happens because yes. perhaps I that's that, true. Yeah, foreshadowing. So when Simile says it's okay if he has a dope ass home theater and they cut to just being like, well, how do you have a dope ass home theater? Which is not how she would talk. <laughs> uh, Fred leaves the room and his parents flip and Nancy come in. She's like, oh, I see where he gets his good looks. And his house. And his house. From his parents. Because he yeah. still lives with his parents. I think that would be pretty alarming at that age, don't you guys? Absolutely. But I want to I wanna comment on something, and I just thought of it. It's not even in my notes. Jess was in the movie Failure to Launch with right. Bradley Cooper. Right. And now they're doing this. So it's kind of an interesting. That is interesting. <clears throat> kind uh, of, they kind of copied it. So then they're in the kitchen, them being the parents and Jess. Um, they've been to Portland. Flip is a writer. They're both so in love. She goes, oh, that's interesting. I'm from Portland. Yeah. <laughs> and you could tell she's just totally vibing with them that they're so fun to be around. They did fun seem to fun to be around. who's been to your hometown. Yeah. yeah. And he was a writer, which oh, was interesting yeah. to her. And they just were in love, and she was enjoying watching people being loved. I would hang out with Flip and, and Nancy. I definitely would. He's yeah. just like, oh, just a few books. And the wife's like, no, you're being humble. It's more than a few oh, books. Oh, yeah. She's like singing his praises. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. definitely a cute couple. Yeah. Yes. So we're back at the bar. The meeting that Nick is holding is going terrible. Everybody's laughing. It falls apart. He starts laughing too. Schmidt says he has, quote, over nearly 10 years experience being like oh. a leader or whatever. <laughs> What's over nearly 10 years? It's like yeah. a little more than nine. He's like over nearly. Over nearly yeah. 10. And then, then later in the show, it's over nearly a decade. Yeah. Yes. Yes. A decade. It changes right. it up. The thing is, they're not going to know. So you could just say, say 10. Yeah. yeah. I like that he's being honest, though. Yeah. <laughs> Over nearly 10 And he years. gives Nick a tie. Um, oh, before we see more about that, Winston is coming well, out. Well, not only a tie, but what well, he did with the tie. tie. So you think he was going to put the tie on to wear in a corporate sense, and he puts it on as a bandana. Well, we haven't got to that scene <laughs> and yet. Schmidt's like, don't put that on your head. That was that funny. Head. We haven't got to that scene yet, but he didn't put it on. Well, he did put it on his bandana, but he put it on because it was Cobra Kai rules. Yeah. Which we Cobra love that Kai. show. And and you, you know how they were the bands it. around the karate kid and That's what the I bad guy. It's colliding. Yeah. yeah they didn't yeah. even know about Cobra Kai This yet. is where Schmidt's giving the pep talk on how to be a man. Right. So before we. Every yeah. man has a juror in it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So let's go back to Winston and Ferguson first. So Winston's combing out Ferguson's knots. When Jess comes in to say she's in love with Fred's parents, and he and says, Ferguson says, I need to, I mean, Winston says, yeah. Ferguson, I need to talk to your sister. He says, Ferguson, clear my schedule. I need a word with your sister. <laughs> so I guess he views himself as the dad of everybody. Yeah, she's just like, standing there. <laughs> so Jess is going on and on about parents and Winston's like, okay, that's nice, but if you want the love that they have, you're going to need to date their son and get to know him. You know what's a good date? Aaron's and a smoothie. Yeah, Aaron's and a smoothie. What is going on with the date? It's a terrible date. I mean, Why would you want to run someone else's errands? Maybe like both of your errands so you're getting stuff done. I like the smoothie part. The smoothie is refreshing and delicious. Joe, have you ever taken a girl on a date that was Aaron's and a smoothie? No. Although Joe loves a good errand, like he will drive us somewhere. I'm like, okay, let's go to the movies or a baseball game. But oh, we're going right by my pharmacy. And this is why my son gets so mad when we go places. Because he's like, no, we're at the pharmacy. And then Joe will be like, I feel like some ice cream. <laughs> so you kind of have done that. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever take anyone on a daytime date? 
No, he just said that's how you get friend zoned. Not, not really. I mean, because well, once you're dating, that's you different. Can do There's it. two yeah, things yeah. I don't like. I don't like the In movies on a or... first date. Okay, because okay. you can't I don't talk. Really, yeah, and I don't like a concert. Because you can't really oh. talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. So those are both. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But I view a concert as like going to Disneyland. It's like a very specific way that you do it. So it's not good to do with anybody on a first, second, or third date. Oh, no. Like, like it, you yeah. have to be at the same pace. You care about getting there early, not caring, staying the whole time. Like, that'd be rough. A murder mystery on a boat's a good first date. Yeah, we are trapped. Comedy. Yeah, I'm, I'm yep. the bitterness I feel every time you forget to call it what it was, which was a comedy murder mystery dinner yeah. cruise. That's like perfect. That sums me up right there. That's like five you murder what? people. No, the comedy part because I only watch oh. I only watch movies with comedy in it. Okay. Or suspense or sports. So so, so that so basically boat. every movie is what you just listed. Yeah. So he didn't that, say drama. That well, boat, suspense can be. Yeah. That boat was like. All my oh, different traits. Oh, suspense. So, How yeah. is it sporty? So then it wasn't sporty. Yeah. Because I think well, we, we already knew, we already knew each other from the we baseball knew stadium. The sports part. Or if someone jumped part. off and swam. But that's just to see how the person reacts to your personality. Like, if they don't Ooh. like comedy, they're not going to get along with me. Yeah, what? that's true. I'm, yeah. I just, I just that was comedy. not comedy. First of all, we barely laughed. It was incredibly cheesy. But I don't think was, we should judge someone on a comedy murder mystery cruise reaction. No, it was good. <laughs> someone who gets seasick but didn't know because she never been oh, to boat. Yeah, I didn't know medicine. she got seasick. I didn't know I got seasick, so I didn't bring medicine. Seasick. Oh, I, I don't get seasick, but I always have it in my purse. It was a big boat, so I figured you're not, you're not going to feel the waves, you know. Yeah. But, but you know what? I'm a light. I'm a lightweight, and I think I'd had a drink too, so I was probably oh, probably more. added to it. Yeah. yeah. Moving on. All right. Uh, so, but that was well, at night. No. That wasn't a that wasn't a day cruise. <laughs> Thank right, you for clarifying. Right. Well, it was a dinner cruise. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're back at the bar, and they're passing out uniforms, which are polos. They say to Cece, we're going to measure drinks now. Cece does not care and puts all the alcohol in a big cup. Yeah. Uh, they want to do a one-napkin policy because Schmidt has a theory. If someone says, can I have a second napkin? You say, are you sure? They, they back down. Yeah. yeah. They back down. <laughs> Cece, it's not going well, and... Um, and oh, I'm sorry, just uh, Cece didn't pour the drinks yet, but they were just going over the rules. And when the gang walks away, Schmidt's like, We got to go, no mercy. And Nick's like, Cobra Kai rules. And then he ties the tie around yeah. his head. Which, fun shout out to my friend Amy if she ever gets to this episode. I, I took my friend Ricardo's friend to homecoming. And my friend Amy, I feel like I told this story before, but had met this guy at the Brandon Iron, which is a famous country bar out here. And she took him as her date. And one of their cars broke down on the way. Oh. And so our we sent one of our dates to pick the other date up. And by the time they got to us, they were best friends. Ignored <laughs> us all night. Barely talked to us. They were having so much fun together. And we turn around and they both have their neck, their ties, because it was like formal, semi-formal, tied around their head, dancing in the middle of the dance floor, like you with a circle around them. You have never told that story. And, and so, it was a great one. Thank you. It's, it's better if longer version, but they, these people don't know me, so I don't care. But I remember every time, anytime I see someone do that with a tie, I'm like, oh God, no, PTSD. That's so funny. <laughs> so bad. They became best 
Okay. Best friend. And if you look through my my senior year scrapbook, uh-huh. I put stickers over both their faces. The picture we took of the like photo thing. So I'm like not having it. And then that guy is the guy who I've told this story already. So Amy's date is the guy who I ran into in Vegas. And he told me he worked at the hotel, but he was off because of workman's comp. And I was like, oh, what do you do? And it was the hotel that had like Thunder Down Under. And he's like, I'm a dancer. And I was like, <laughs> with, with Amy Frankowski and Sarah Frankowski. Oh, you're kidding. And I was like, this is so awkward. Because I have this group of girls, some who I've known and been friends with for years, some who have just met giggling behind me like oh my god jill knows a stripper does he look like a stripper well i haven't seen him in 25 years but yeah no he definitely looked like a stripper. oh that's and funny. he stood out at the country bar because he was such a good dancer like oh you couldn't okay. miss him so that's who mamers went on the date with correct okay. i went with ricardo's friend who i met at the quote hello dance because oh, when you're in private school dance. they have a hello dance Sadie Hawkins dance, Valentine's dance, Christmas ball, homecoming, football homecoming, yeah, yeah, uh, basketball homecoming. They like to raise money. No basketball homecoming didn't have a dance. We did. Oh, I okay. did. All right. They needed more money that year. So yeah. <laughs> My date was in the court actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's the basketball right. court. <laughs> And he like yes, he was a basketball player, so he's on the court. But we did. It's weird. I don't know if they do it this way still. For football, there was a homecoming queen, but there was no boy court. And then during basketball season, there was a homecoming game, and they had a queen. Uh, I'm sorry, a king oh, at that king. one. So he was up for king. He didn't get it. He was just a prince. And fun fact, he was obsessed with aliens. He was obsessed with aliens. Yeah. Funner, <laughs> funner fact: at Caden's basketball tournament last year in Loma Linda Academy, he walked by. So he walks by. Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh man, that looks like Juan. It's probably not him. So I get home that night and I text his cousin who I'm friends with on social media. And I'm like, hey, this is like a really weird question. And I know when we broke up, like he didn't like me very much. So I don't know if we're like still holding grudges. But um, and it was like a thing. I'm like, I thought I saw your cousin Juan. Does he have a child who plays basketball? And she's like, yeah, his son does. And, and he was said mentioned he was in a tournament. And I was like, oh, I should have said hi. So then the next week, the next day, we went back because it was like a three game tournament. And I saw him, and I don't wear my glasses because I'm super vain. And so he was like looking at him. All, hey! He was looking at me. Oh, how funny! So I was like midway, like, oh, what do I do now? And I felt so dumb. <laughs> Thanks a lot, crazy. Juan. <laughs> Indeed. Back to the show. Uh, so reference and <laughs> Jess shows up to go on their date, but the parents are having a park day and he says, it's cool. We could chill with my parents. Yeah. Nick is in a tie at the bar. That's when he tells Cece, we measure our drinks now. And he's, she's giving quote, lots of sass. She goes, we measure them in that thing now. That thing happens to be a, a shot glass. Yeah. A, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a, uh, measuring it's a pour. It's a, yeah. It's a pour cup. A poor spout. A poor mm. spout. You know, okay, that makes they're, sense. They're measured. In bars, they measure them out the spout, but then you also have a glass that kind of catches it too because some shots are either they want like a half ounce or quarter well, ounce. Or, mm-hmm. I think that that's the more you pour, the more people will like your restaurant. That's why everybody loves the tartan. Yeah, but you lose money. Yeah, but the owners lose oh, money. The soda or water that's in there is expensive. Liquor so far. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Um, so Nick uh, sees Javier not wearing a shirt, tries to talk to him about it, and Javier goes to slide a drink across the bar and he goes, don't slide that, and he does, and he says, that's it, you're fired, which catches everybody off guard, including me, the first time I watched it. And Cece says, that's it, guys. Like, well, let's all walk. Man, let's Ooh. let management know how we feel. Sorry, baby. You know I love you, but it's separate. She's the Norma Ray of bars. Okay. <laughs> and we're back at the loft. Ferguson still has his knot. 
Jess comes in with the whole gang and he's like, look, you need to spend at least five minutes alone with Fred. Go get cheese for our cheese and wine that we're having here. I'll hang out with Flip and Nancy. Flip and Nancy spent a lot of time with Ferguson getting the knot out, and they noticed but that Winston has a knot, an emotional knot. An emotional knot, but they don't refer, Nancy doesn't refer to him as Ferguson. She refers to him as Fergie. Really? Yes. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> so Fred finally starts opening up because we thought he was shy. It turns out he's just super boring. Super boring. But back at the loft, the rest of the gang is having a great time. Uh, Jess comes back and talks to Winston, and he's like, I love Flip and Nancy. And she's like, I hate Fred. <laughs> so they make a plan to try to make friends with well, just Flip and Nancy. We just can't ignore the conversation that Fred had. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I please. mean, oh my gosh. He's like, oh, are you in the, Are you a rally? Because that's what they call people in the railroads. Oh, a rally. In the train. A rally. Yeah, so a we're rally. not there yet. Yes. I, I that's he at said the dinner. He just, he just came out. Well, he was talking about, like, just being really boring. I think he was talking about, like, types of cheese. Yeah, which made me yeah. think of charcuteries. Oh. oh, no, it reminded me of Joe listing all the spices that one time. Oh, so we're not there yet, day. then. We're so close. So we're back at the bar. But wait. But wait. And Nancy also ear-candled Winston. Yes. <laughs> so that. we're back at the bar. It's very busy. The guys are overwhelmed. They're screaming at each other. We're at the restaurant where just Jess is having dinner with Flip and Nancy because um, Winston has called Allie, even though they're partners, I guess she's working and he's not, have to hold him, him up, pull over Fred and ask oh, him to do, uh, act like hilarious. you're just about to break dance. That was genius. Put a little life in it, less life, more Pretend jazz. you're over water, yeah. underwater. Pretend you're underwater. Make it more animated. That was hilarious. So Jess tells the truth to Flip and Nancy, and they say, look, we know he can be boring, but we love you too. You're like the kid we never had. If you can date him, we come with the package deal. Imagine us as grandparents trying to really talk her into it. Super creepy vibes, though. But it's so funny because it's like they don't like him either. No. And then in two dates, Jess is like the daughter they never Never had. had. Yeah. (laughs) So we're almost to Joe's favorite part, but first the guys go to Javier's home. Uh, Schmidt's hair is a mess. Nick's hair is a mess, which is how Joe looks when he gets stressed out at work. So that cracks me up. And Nick apologizes, and they all work that out. Back at the restaurant, they're talking about the Vermont house, really trying to sell her on it. When first Fred and Winston come back, and that's when they're like, oh, Fred collects model trains. Jess wants to hear more about that. And then he says, are you a... Really? A really. And then asks her a bunch of really boring questions about gauges. She can't take it. They leave. Are you a TT, a GG? Yeah. (laughs) What gauge do you use? He does such a good job of sounding monotone and boring. And I won't say they copied it. I'm just going to say that they do a storyline like that, uh, kind of an arc on King of Queens. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Back at the bar, um, Nick Fireschmidt. But as he turns to walk away from him, Winston asks for a second napkin, and, she, and Nick goes, are you sure? And he's like, oh, you know what? Never mind. And they look at each other like, oh. <laughs> then he's like, well, I'll be here going over the books, and opens them up and is like, this is very terrible. <laughs> and leave it to them to not ask to look at the books before they bought the bar. That would be them. And then the last cre- uh, rolling credit scene is Allie continuing to make Fred break dance. Yay. Oh, Good episode. so funny. Favorite Jess look, Joe? Oh, gosh. So this show just was not about Jess. So 
I don't remember even seeing what she was wearing or nothing. They really make hey. it so you don't remember. They're doing a good job of hiding, disguising oh, her body. Yeah, I think. Oh, I just watched it and I can't remember what she's wearing either most of the time. Well, she was wearing um, a dress, a, a, red. Well, this is really interesting. You guys might want to go back because this is really weird. Mm-hmm. She's wearing uh, a blue and yellow print dress when she meets. Flippin' Nancy, mm-hmm. and it's so weird because her dr- she's sitting in a chair. Mm. Her dress is almost identical to the pattern of the chair. Okay, I know what you're talking about because I remember thinking there's a lot happening here to my eyes visually. I thought they were yeah. just trying to confuse me where her body ended and began because she's pregnant. Maybe I bet it was intentional. That woman we interviewed was very savvy. Both very women. savvy. Yeah, yeah. But I was like sitting, I'm like, what? She's like part of the chair. Yeah. Or maybe they're trying to show us how in tune she was with them. Oh, that's probably it. Did you have a favorite look, or was that your only comment on her clothes? Uh, it wasn't my like favorite, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. I did not have a favorite look for best dress. I'm going to go with Nick in a tie because once he put it on and leaned into being corporate, he referenced Cobra Kai, which is a show I like very much, and I also love the Karate Kid movies. Well, movie the original. Joe, who gets your best dressed award for this episode? Again, I didn't see any of the dressed because there was just... We well, saw no one's clothes. It was good plot line, you know what I mean? Yes, yeah. Because everything was funny. Nancy's clothes are kind of cute. I oh, liked all that. Awesome. Yeah. Heather, who's your best dress? Oh, I did something different that nobody has talked about. I did the notary uh-huh. when, he, when he puts on... When he puts on his um, bike helmet. Oh, that was funny, actually. And then there's... Because I'm just a notary. Yeah, like, I don't yeah care. I'm just a notary. And this, like, why did he put on that helmet? It was just To ride funny. his bike. Why would a notary be riding their bike? Because maybe he couldn't afford a car. It was just random. Yeah, it was yeah. very funny, though. Yeah. Um, so, favorite Schmidt moment. Heather, we'll start with you, because you love Schmidt so much. Well, I have an issue about this episode. I didn't think there was quite enough Schmidt. Oh, I disagree because we didn't talk about it a lot, but there was this whole encouraging Cece, and then when she was leading the rebellion, he's like, can we just take a minute to appreciate what a great job she's doing? People are drawn to her while she's ruining his business. Right. Interesting you should say that because that was my favorite. Oh, sorry that yeah. you didn't have one. <laughs> no, that's okay. Stole your answer I was you. just complaining, and then I was going to go into My bad, it. my bad. Yeah. Zero on the jar count because that was my favorite. Then Joe was your favorite Schmidt moment. Again, it had to be the pep talk on, to Nick on how to be a manager. Because mm-hmm. every man has a juror in it. <laughs> you know. And just just the things he was saying. Nearly a decade. Right. Nearly. Nearly. Was nearly short of a decade. Years. That whole yeah. kind of like. Over story. nearly 10 years. Over, over nearly, nearly a decade. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. Heather, favorite funniest moment overall? Um, mine is just kind of general, but it's every scene with Winston and Ferguson. Oh, I haven't nice. seen like a lot of Ferguson in yeah. a while. Yeah. And it just like he's doing his hair and then he's like, I gotta talk to your sister. sister. And then Nancy's got Ferguson mm-hmm. and Winston's like it was just great. Ferguson's so chill, like usually cats don't wanna be handled that much. Ferguson is amazing. Yeah. yeah. I chose any scene with Flip Nancy and Winston. Like what is Winston Ooh. even doing in the mix of this? He's not dating Fred. It, it just makes no sense for him to be there. He's Winston. But I, exactly. Yeah. But I loved it. Uh, Joe, favorite or funniest moment overall? Uh, I 
would say it's pretty close between the... I mean, I liked when uh, Fred went off on the railroad conversation because he really he hit that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. And everything. Calling her a Rayleigh. Right. Yeah. I thought He's that like, was, do you have a costume? <laughs> that <yeah>. was so funny. <laughs> I thought that was funny. And Nick's first staff meeting I thought was hilarious. Yes. Two yes. cavemen walk into a bar and they want their drink on the rocks. Now that we're all laughing. <laughs> and it was all quiet now. I have it written right here. We're supposed to all be laughing. Yeah, they're, they're not laughing. And then no, the one guy goes, your mother. And they, there we go. You broke the ice. All yeah, right, good yeah. job. <laughs> and then it's all downhill from there. So the staff meeting, because I, I know what those are like. Staff meetings are rough. Oh. When, when you've been the peer of everybody. Oh, and then yeah. you have to go to an authority. Oh, yeah. Awkward. It's a, tough, it's a tough separation, especially for kids. Mm-hmm. I know it was for me. Mm-hmm. In my first job, it, it's a tough separation. Really weird yeah. dynamic. Separate yourself from the staff. Now yeah. you're not long with their buddy. It's yeah. so weird. Especially for friends outside. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's like, they did a storyline about that on Mom. It's yeah. very good. Um, honey roast then, Heather. Okay, so my honey roast is interesting. I didn't give it to one person. I gave it to the entire Fred family. Oh, nice. Because I didn't want to do just the parents because I like Fred, too. Yeah. But also, just to let you guys know, Rayleigh's really do wear costumes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The I thought I was the doctor outfit. Doctor yeah. yeah. Or even, like, overall. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, honey roast? Well, I think it has to go to Nick because he's now official a part bar mm. owner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that 10% gave him a lot of authority. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, as you'd like to sometimes point out, Joe, he went through a lot. He did. He really did. Yeah. And just lost his friend Javier. Yeah. I gave the honey roast to Flip and Nancy. First of all, what on earth is Henry Winkler doing in an episode of New Girl? He's, he's I know they get everywhere. prints and amazing people, but, and you don't know, it doesn't get talked about as much as some of the other oh, ones. Oh, I don't think it was to be special. I think Henry Winkler needed a job. I'm sure it was very special to the cast that someone that Sorry. famous who was in Happy Days was on their he's show. He's not famous anymore, though. He does an AARP commercial. Right. So he's just iconic to some people. Like, you're not one of them. So it'd be like a big deal that to me era, now. You remember that era? It was Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I Especially the people who write sitcoms. Like, Penny Marshall's iconic, but I haven't seen her anything in 30 years. You know right. What I'm oh, no. I mean, he was iconic when he was young. Yeah. But right. I just don't think he is now. No. I don't think Well, the he... definition of iconic would be that he's iconic oh. from what he did before. Yeah. But that's okay that you weren't excited about it. Thank you. Um, I caught zero <laughs> bears. How about you guys? Nope. Yeah. Bears. No. Okay, Joe, did you bring a discussion question? So, I guess we got to address, have you ever been in a job where you go from peer to authoritative figure? Mm, good and, question. And it was all, and it's, it was, what was the situation that was the hardest to overcome? Ooh, I've got a good one. Go ahead, then. Okay, um, when I was working for Gatorade, they had a sales staff and we were all in our 20s somewhere in our 20s mm-hmm. I was the top salesperson there was like 12 of us so it was super super competitive and then I got promoted but I wasn't their boss they just created a new position of merchandisers so I was promoted to manage the merchandisers 
But it was still awkward because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are jealous of me. I yeah. hope they're not listening. They're not. Yeah. So that's my story. Good question. Good question. Yeah. Joe, do you have an answer for your own question? Well, I don't think I've ever been in a position of... Most of the jobs I've gotten management, I've gotten hired as the manager. Yeah. So yeah. That's a lot easier. When you go in, you're the new person, and then you're just feeling out the situation. And you don't know them. And yeah. Yeah, you don't Better have that way. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Now, in the, in the times where I've had to have it, it's tough because, like Nick faced, you know, oh, your mother, you know, that, that kind of... Yeah. That kind of banter. banter. That banter was okay when you were not their Call boss. Call the same. Yeah. yeah. Same now, it, now it's totally different. That banter could get someone in trouble. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because people these days are touchy. Yeah. It's tough to change a culture from the inside, I say. Yeah. It's really, from the inside, it's tough to change a culture. It really is. Did you just create that? No, that's what I've always found out in business. It's a lot easier to bring in someone from the outside to change your culture because they they can have a whole new way of looking at things. Because even yeah, yeah, we even get stale, right? You can't see the forest through the trees, right? Oh, everybody gets stale. Yeah, Yeah. so you need fresh eyes on it, so they can say, hey, you know, you guys are doing this when we need to be doing this, and and you and they just start slacking. So. I've never had that problem, and I've always been a manager where I don't come in. I'm I'm not Schmidt. I don't no, come in and, and, and Cobra Kai rules and, yeah. and do that. I I sit back and I observe for the first thirty days oh. and kind of just see what they're like That's from an observatory idea. standpoint, mm-hmm. yeah. so you can understand strengths, weaknesses, right. personality, personal situation that might be affecting their work. Do you and like stuff chat like them that. up though? Yeah, I'm very approachable, open door policy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because yeah. that's how you learn about people. If people can't approach you. How are you ever going to learn about them? That's yeah. true. You know? That's true. You got to learn and what you got to see what makes them tick. tick. Yeah, you know? and then appeal to that to get their best performance. Yeah, and then the sales jobs I've had, it's easy to be a good salesman, but to be a sales manager, I think is one of the hardest things. Oh, I, because I would not want to do that. Everybody has their own way of selling. Right. You know, you sold by working, burning the candle at both ends, just right. just flipped over backwards for customers. Exactly. But then there's good salespeople who go, I don't answer the phone after 5 o'clock. Right. And my customers know it and they don't call me after 5 and o'clock. And then they have decent numbers too. And they have decent numbers too because there's right. so many ways in sales to get right. to that end number, right? Because exactly. that's what it's all about, getting to that end number. And that's kind of why salespeople, I think, want to work independently because... You know, being a car because you have your way of doing things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very yeah. interesting convo. And it's tough to impose your sales thing on a whole team. Right. Saying, well, no, I got I got here this way, so do what I do. But yeah. some right. people are like, no, I don't do that. I just do things differently. Right. And you don't want them to resent you. Right. Yeah. Um. So I had a similar experience mm. because I wasn't in management, but when I worked at the baseball stadium where I met Joe... I was the receptionist, and I did the on-field promotions. And then after I graduated, I got a job at Budweiser for, like, four days and came right back because it was so terrible. And I was, like, doing other stuff and supposed to do sales and this and that. And this one guy I worked with who I don't really like, um, he did say something profound to me, like, after I hadn't worked there anymore. And he was like, you were never – you never had a fair shot. 
no one was going to take you serious because they oh. thought of you as a receptionist. Oh. And I was like, guys, I don't like that much. That is very profound of you. You're right. So. I wasn't in charge of them, but they weren't treating me like as an equal. As an equal. Okay, yeah. so you were the Henry Winkler of your work. Um, no. Because I always see him at the as the fawn. Oh. And they always see you as a receptionist. As a, receptionist. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. a little bit. Yeah. And then my, uh, where I work now, um, someone had been talking about like, oh, when our executive director retires, like you would just have the job then, right? Like you would take it. And I was like, well, that's not what I do. I raise money. I'm not, you know, executive director or something, but. I, I don't know how I would ever change the dynamic after 12 oh. years of working with these people side by side or joking with on them. social media with them. I'm on social media with all of them. All of your coworkers. And I love them and most of them like me and I'm not great with people not liking me. Yeah. So people have to see every day anyway. If people don't yeah. like me from their house, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it, it potentially Challenging. could be a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Heather, did you have a discussion question? Yes. Um... Okay. First of all, I would like to know why Jess isn't still in her casts because in the episode before. Oh, touche, yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of weird. I guess a lot of time had passed. There's well, a plus, quick spring, yeah. It would have been easier for the costume people to. Well, I guess she couldn't get around to yeah. Nancy and stuff. Okay, yeah. so there was that. Um, and then I'm going to ask another. This is. Uh, I can't take credit for this discussion question. Okay. Um, I want to be fully, full disclosure that mm-hmm. I did not think of this. Got it. But someone on the New Girl page did. And is th- and I thought, wow, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Said, would a school allow Jess to wear such short skirts? To mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw that. She always has tights on. True. What do you think, Joe? I don't think schools would. I think it's inappropriate. Do schools have a dress days. code? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's so many inches above the knee or whatever. Right. I mean, you know, though, Even when you're an then, adult, your dress code doesn't usually have something that indicates inches above the knee. I think you're expected to dress professional. Do you know what I mean? Like the kids have that kind of verbiage, but. Right. Yeah. My friend, um, she got a tattoo right here, a tribal band, like when they were in fashion. Mm-hmm. And then. She didn't, like, she just went to work all the time, and then it was hot, and she wore a sleeveless blouse, mm-hmm. and they're like, mm-mm. Because she has a tattoo. You need to put a sweater or something over it. Mm-hmm. So, ultimately, she had it removed. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Anything else has before Yes. Yes, I do. Um, okay. Uh, have you... Okay, first of all, I don't think it's Schmidt's personality to be okay with what Cece was doing. No. So I guess he's he loves money, love. yeah, yeah, success. Okay, so that was a question, I guess. And then the last one: Have you ever liked a person's parents, mm, but not their ask. parents? Why didn't you ask it? It's your turn. Oh, sorry. Don't, don't be sorry. No, you like you don't like the person you're dating, but you like their parents. You can even go so far as to say their family. I don't think so. I think when you break up with someone, I mean, I don't think that's happened to me. You, you can miss their family. Like, that happens. But I wouldn't say I hung out with someone specifically to hang out with their parents the way she was. Joe? Yeah, I mean... Kids don't hang out with... It's, it's tough to hang out with the parent. Yeah, it's pretty rare. You know? Yeah. yeah. But I've had, like, 
girlfriends where I go golfing with the dad and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When you've broken up? Yep. Oh. No. No, no, while we were dating. Oh, while yeah. you were dating. So, so you create that bond, you know. Right. And when you do eventually break up, maybe you're, you are, in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, my golfing buddy. Man. Yeah. yeah. You know, I go golfing with this guy. Yeah. Uh, like that kind of scenario. Or they got like a cool older brother or something like that. Oh, okay. That, they that would make with, sense. Or a dog. Or something like that. But I never oh, really, I never dated any of my friend's sisters. That's kind of off. That's guy code that you don't really do Oh, that. no, you, you shouldn't be doing that. But it's, it's different if you become friends with them afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. not like, like with it. So... So yeah, there was there was things. There was one girl when I was in school in Indiana that I dated. Her her parents were farmers. No, we know. Joe. That was fun. Are you making yeah. a joke right now? With the combine. Joe, <laughs> are you making a joke on purpose? No, I'm trying to tell this you. This is I'd like, like the fourth time you told us that. Yeah, I like going out well, there. Well, because and I think it made a big impression on Joe. Like no, I've known Joe like two thousand years, and he has never talked about that until this podcast. Yeah. Well, people mess with Well, it, it, it's this is the situation that brought it up. Yeah, you did. Because you, like, bonded with the dad that we yeah, did. Perhaps yeah. you could go back to the farm and visit them. I definitely like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but you just... It's its not even... I, I mean, they were nice people, don't get me wrong, but it's oh. more the its more the experience. It's more the experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to experience something. I wouldn't... I would never ride a combine uh, no, ever in my life yeah. if, if it wasn't for that relationship with the parents and the family. You know, well, what and I'm the saying? cool thing is you embrace new experiences. Yeah, like yeah. that time you wanted to go pick berries. Yeah, yeah, yep. So that's that's why I liked I liked that, and uh, yeah, it was tough. One time I dated my coach's daughter. Ooh, Ooh that yeah, was bad that was like sixth Dicey. grade though. That was sixth oh. grade, <laughs> but. Did the that's coach a, even know? That's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough when you're in sixth grade. Yeah, when I you're mean, in sixth grade. When you go grade. to pick her up for a date and the coach, oh, no, wait, couldn't drive. <laughs> no, there was no picking up for a date. We just rode bikes around in the neighborhood and stuff. Yeah, but. it was pretty innocent. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it was, Did it you was, ask her to be your girlfriend? It was kind of funny. Well, how else would she know? I don't Maybe, know. Maybe, I don't know. You know, back then, you just, just if you're hanging out with a girl, all of a sudden, your boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Because there's... There's no romantic kind of. Was she of, a really? You know, no. She was just. She played. She played in the league too. She was really good at sports. Oh, so she was played poetic. in the in the little league. But in the did baseball. she have your sense oh. of humor? Uh, she had. I don't know. I, I don't know if I had my sense of humor in sixth grade. <laughs> I think you were born with. Yeah, it. you've yeah. always been the same. Maybe yeah. it was there. Yeah, because I was a joker in school. Yeah, like, I didn't take anything serious. Okay, well, on that note, I think we'll wrap this episode. Uh, do I not get to answer my Oh, I didn't know you. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so, yes. Yes, I did. This happened to me. I had a coworker, and I was dating him, and I started hating him, but his mom was my best friend. My best friend. <laughs> and my boss. And my boss. Why are you repeating everything? Best friend the, and boss? Yes, because oh, it's so powerful. That's, that's why I'm a double whammy it, of okay? a bond. So I just had to... <laughs> I just had to stay in the relationship in misery until he broke up. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to make it his fault or you're in trouble. <laughs> or you're toast. <laughs> and then I didn't really need to because the store went out of business. <laughs> 
Okay, oh, all same guy. All your stories, no one could tell, but are from that same store. I know, it's yeah. weird. All right, well, yeah. that concludes this episode. <laughs> we'll see you next week for season five, episode two. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Everybody. Bye. Bye.